0: Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa s-salam ala nabiyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in For tonight We want to go over A narration In which the Prophet Sallallahu wa sallam Informed us About some events That took place with some individuals from the previous nation This narration is on the authority of Suhaib Anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Kana malikun fee man Kana qablakum wa kana lahu sahir Falamma kabira qala lil malik Inni qad kabirtu fab'at ilayya <laughs> as-sihra radiallahu anhu he mentioned that the messenger وسلم, said there was a king amongst the people who were before you and this king he had a magician he had a sorcerer and when this sorcerer became older in age. When the sorcerer became older in age, he said to the king, I have become old. So send me a youngling so that I can teach him magic. So that I can teach him sorcery. فَبَعَثَ إِلَيْهِ غُلَامًا يُعَلِّمُهُ فَكَانَ فِي طَرِيْكِهِ إِذَا سَلَكَ رَاهِمٌ was إِلَيْهِ وَسَمِعَ كَلَامًا هُو فَعَجَبَهُ So the king, he sent a young to the sorcerer and the sorcerer used to teach him magic, used to teach him sorcery. And on his way, He would pass by a monk And he would sit with the monk And he would listen to the speech of the monk And the speech of the monk amazed him (laughs) وَكَانَ إِذَا أَتَى السَّاهِرِ مَرَّ بِالرَّاهِبِ فَقَعَلَ إِلَيْهِ فَإِذَا أَتَى السَّاهِرِ ضَرَبَهُ فَشَكَ ذَلِكَ إِرَى الرَّاهِبِ فَقَعَلَ إِذَا خَشِيْتَ السَّاهِرِ فَقُلْ حَبَسَنِي أَهْلِي وَإِذَا خَشِيْتَ أَهْلَكَ فَقُلْ حَبَسَنِي الساهر. So whenever he would go to the sorcerer, he would pass by the monk, and he would sit with the monk. And then when he came to the sorcerer, the sorcerer would punish him for coming late. So he complained to the monk about the sorcerer punishing him. So he said, When you fear the sorcerer, then say, my family help me up and when you fear your family say the sorcerer helped me up. So one day he was going about and there was a big beast blocking the way of the people the people cannot get by because there was a big beast blocking the road so the younging he said today I'm going to know who is better is the sorcerer better or is the the monk better فاخذ حجرا فقال اللهم ان كان امر الراهب احب اليك من امر فقتل هذه الدابة حتى يمضي الناس فقال الغلام اللهم ان كان امر الراهب احب اليك من امر فقتل هذه الدابة حتى يمضي الناس so the, the young, the young he said, Oh Allah, if the matter of the monk is more beloved to you than the matter of the sorcerer, then kill this beast so that the people can pass. So he threw the stone at the beast and he killed the beast. And then the people was able to pass. So he told the monk what happened and then the monk said to him O oh child you have become better than me today and your manner has reached what I see وَإِنَّكَ he said to the youth that you're going to be tested. And when you are tested, don't direct the people to me. Don't tell the people about me. وَكَانَ الْغُلَامِ يُبْرِئُ وَالْأَبْرَصِ وَيُدَاوِي النَّاسِ So the youth, he used to cure people who were blind And cure people who had like leprosy and stuff like that And other sicknesses and diseases So one of the people in the king's court He heard about the boy curing people And he himself was blind he himself was blind So he came to the boy with a bunch of gifts He said, all of this I have gathered together for you if you cure me He said, indeed I do not cure anyone It is only Allah who cures فَإِنْ آمَنْتَ بِاللَّهِ تَعَالَىٰ دَعَوْتُ اللَّهَ فَشَّفَاكَ فَآمَنَ بِاللَّهِ تَعَالَىٰ So he said, if you believe in Allah, I will make dua to Allah to cure you. So the man believed in Allah and Allah cured him. الْمَلِكِ so he went back into the king's court And he sat down like he used to sit down before When he was able to see So the king seen him like normally As he used to be Before he went blind And he said to him Who gave you your eyesight back? rabbi He said my lord gave me my eyesight back He said do you have a lord other than me? So the king took the man and started to punish him. And he started to punish him because the man said, My lord and your lord is Allah. When the king said, You have a lord other than me, the man said, My lord and your lord is Allah. So the king started to punish the man. And so the man... Told on the boy or the youth. Faji'a bil gulam, Fakala la ul melik, Aibunaya, Kalbeleka min sihrik, matubri ul akma wal abras, wataf al wataf al. So they brought the boy in front of the king, and then the king said, O oh younging, O oh youth, or O oh boy, You have reached a level of sorcery to where you are curing people who are blind and curing people who have leprosy and you're doing this and doing that. So the boy said to him, indeed I do not cure anyone. It is only Allah who cures. So the king took the boy and started to punish him. Until the boy told on the monk So then they brought the monk And it was said to the monk Apostate, leave your religion So the monk refused to leave the religion So they placed a saw in the middle of his head And they sawed him in half Until his body fell down And then they brought the one who was sitting in the king's court and they said to him, apostate, leave your religion And he refused to leave his religion And then they put the saw in the middle of his head And they sawed him in half <laughs> فَقَالَ اِذْهَبُوا بِهِ إِلَىٰ جبل كَذَا وَكَذَا بِهِ الْجَبَلِ فَإِذَا ذِرْوَتَهُ فَإِنْ رَجَعَ وَإِلَّا فطرحوه فَذَهَبُوا بِهِ فَصَعِدُوا بِهِ الْجَبَلِ So then the king, they brought the boy in front of the king and they told the king, they told the boy to اِرْجَعَ they told the boy leave your religion and the boy refused So the king gave him to some of his his companions And said take him to the highest part of the mountain And tell him to leave his religion If he, if he leaves his religion then okay But if not then throw him off of the mountain So they took him up to the mountain فَقَالَ الْغُلَامُ بِمَا الْجَبِلُ So the boy, when he took him up to the mountain, he made dua. And he said, Oh Allah, save me from them, or suffice me from them, as you wish, or as you will. So the mountain began to shake, and then those men fell off the mountain. فَجَاءَ So the boy went back walking to the king. فَقَالَ so the king said What, what happened to your companions? What they do? The boy said that Allah saved me from them so the king gave him to another group of people And he said to them Take him out to the middle of the sea on a, on a small boat Take him out to the middle of the sea And tell him to leave his religion If he leaves his religion then fine If not throw him into the water So he took him For الْغُلَامُ أَلَّهُمَّ مَكْفِينِيهِمْ so, when he took him out to the middle of the sea, he made dua. Oh Allah, save me from them according as you will. So, Allah caused the boat to like flip over on them and they drowned. So then the boy went back walking to the king. The king said, What happened to your companions that were with you? What did they do? The boy said, "Allah save me from them." So then the boy he said to the king, "You will not be able to kill me until you do what I tell you to do." He said, "What is it then?" He said gather the people in one plane and then tie me up to the trunk of a tree ثم خذ سهما من كناني ثم ضع السهم في كبد القوس ثم قل بسم الله رب الغلام ثم رمي. He said, "Tie me to the trunk of a tree, and then take a an arrow from my quiver and take the arrow and put it into my bow. And before you shoot it or let the arrow go, say in the name of Allah, the Lord of the Boy, and then let the arrow go. And that's how you'll be able to kill me." ثم اخذ سهما من كنانته ثم وضع السهم في كبد القوس ثم قال بسم الله رب الغنام ثم رماه فوقع السهم في صدره فوضع يده في صدره فمات so he did what the boy told him to do he gathered the people in one plane and he tied the boy to the trunk of a tree he took the arrow from the boy's quiver, put it into the bow, pulled the bow back and said, in the name of Allah, the Lord of the boy, and then he let the arrow go. And then the arrow struck the boy inside of the head, in the side. So then the boy, he put his hand upon the area where he was struck and then he died. فقال الناس So when the people seen this, they said, we believe in the Lord of the boy. So the people went to the king And they said to him Do you see that what you were afraid of Has certainly taken place by Allah What you were afraid of has happened because what was the whole point of the king Doing what he was doing So that the people don't believe So he killed the monk He killed the one who used to sit in his court He's trying to silence the truth So the people don't believe So but the boy outsmarted him So when the boy was killed In the name of Allah The, the Lord of the Voice, So the people they knew that He only did this by way of Allah The people believed So they said النَّاسِ بِالْأُخْدُودِ So he ordered that the ditches be dug. He ordered that the ditches be dug. مَا فِيهَا Niran. So the ditches were dug in the ground and then they were set on fire. وقال من لم يرجع دينه فيها او قيل له اقتحم ففعلوا حتى جاءت امراه ومعها صبي لها فتقاعست ان فيها فقال لها الغلام يا امه اصبري فانك على الحق the people or the king he said Set the trenches or ablaze, and whoever does not leave his religion, throw him in it, or say that he has to enter into it. So they start putting the people into the fire, killing them. And then a woman she came and she had a young child with her, and she was hesitant to go, because she has a baby with her. So Allah caused the baby or the child to speak. And he said, Oh my mother, be patient for indeed you are upon the truth. This narration, Barakallah feekum. We ask the brothers and sisters to be patient. This narration, Barakallah feekum is an amazing story as it relates to patience upon the truth. And that no matter what a person is facing as it relates to him or her being upon the truth One should be patient with that which one encounters So here we have a king who was a tyrant ruler Who had a sorcerer as his confidant And he would use the sorcerer for his own benefits Using magic and the likes to uh, further his tyrannical rule but when the sorcerer became old, he told the king, "Bring me someone young so I can teach him." Oh, and this is subhanallah bihamdi. This is a a, a proof in itself that the sorcery is falsehood. They have all of this some, quote unquote magic, but they can't stop themselves from getting old and dying. You have the magic. Why don't you cure yourself from whatever sickness that you're going through, right? you're the sorcerer you have powers why your powers can't make you young again this shows that the sorcerers are upon foster and what it is that the sorcerers they work with the shayateen, the devils so the devils the jinn they help them to do things and make it appear that the sorcerer is powerful so he wanted someone young why did the sorcerer want someone young because the younging has a fresh mind and he's impressionable and this is a very important uh, point here, that we must teach our, our youth what's correct, before someone teaches them that which is wrong. We hear this, brothers? Yes. You see the saucer. of... He didn't say, just bring me a man. He said, send me a youth, send me a boy. Right? So that he can corrupt them from young. So if we do not protect our children. Wallahi, there's going to be someone who's going to seek to corrupt the muslim children so it's our duty and responsibilities to teach them that which is correct because a young a young person a young boy or youth he memorizes faster than someone who was older and when he memorizes he keeps what he memorizes different from somebody who's older he can memorize but then he forgets so the youth is the prime Uh, Target As it relates to Teaching this evil This is the sorcerer that is And then if the young individual Is taught from a young age More than likely he grows older Upon that which he was Raised upon from a youth And this is why we must teach our youth From young So that when they get older They are accustomed to coming to the masjid Praying Fasting in Ramadan and being righteous Same thing with our daughters We don't wait until our daughters get 15 years old And then here you go, you handing them a hijab Here, put this on You should have been had your daughters putting on hijab From when they were young 5 years old, 6 years old, 7 years old So that they could get accustomed Your boys, be quiet in the back We This is, this is why we're talking now Because of you We have to teach you so you can have mannerisms and discipline So that when you get older You're not going to still be talking in the masjid So we're teaching you from young Stop talking in the masjid when there's class going on Stop talking in the masjid when we are praying Okay, when you're in school Do you talk when the teachers uh, is teaching? Yes or no? No Because you know they'll tell your parents So don't come to the masjid and do that when you know you don't do that in your schools. It's very important that we educate these youth, because they will grow old upon what we taught them from when they were young, in most cases. So, as the story mentions, every time the youth will go to the monk, I mean, the the sorcerer, he will pass by the monk. And this was the favor from Allah Because Allah wanted good for him So he would pass by the monk Sit with the monk, listen to the monk As the monk, he had some knowledge And he would teach him that which is correct And then he would go to the sorcerer And then on his way back he would pass But the sorcerer would beat him Every time he comes Like he's late The sorcerer would beat him So he complained So the monk told him When the sorcerer Goes to beat you, tell him your family kept you And when your family goes to criticize you for coming Say the sorcerer, he kept you And the scholars say, Allah knows best Allah knows best The monk really ordered the lad to do that Even though it was a lie Perhaps he viewed that the advantages of telling the untruths in that circumstance uh, preponderant deed, the merits of telling a lie though it may be further elaborated meaning that the monk looked at it as if he told that sorcerer that he was sitting with the monk that this could lead to a greater harm so in this situation it was allowed for him to say what he said to avoid the greater harm so then one day on his way there was a beast that was in the middle of the road That prevented the people from going. So the boy, he took a stone and said, Oh Allah, he said, today I'm gonna know who's better. Because still right now, the boy, he's learning from the monk and he's learning from the sorcerer. He said, Oh Allah, if the matter of the monk is more beloved to you than the sorcerer, then kill this beast when I throw this stone at him. So he threw the stone and it killed the beast. So now he knew that Allah loved the sorcerer I mean loved the monk And he did not love the sorcerer And that the sorcerer was upon falsehood So then he went back to the monk And told the monk what took place And the monk he said Today you are better than me For your matter has reached that which I see But then look at this The monk said to him As the monkey has knowledge He said you're going to be tested now You're going to be tested. And this is what happens when people stand up for the truth. There's going to be tests. And we have to understand this, that being Muslims and being practicing Muslims, especially here in America, we're going to be tested. Our faith is going to be tested. So do not be deterred when your faith get tested on the job. When your faith get tested in the street. Know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He loves the people who pray Allah loves the people who fast Ramadan Allah loves the people who are righteous So what you are doing as a practicing Muslim Is something that Allah loves So don't give up that which Allah loves In order to be accepted by the society And a lot of times we find Muslims They compromise their religion Just so they can be accepted amongst the masses of the people Don't compromise your deen Because your deen is your bond and your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the boy, by the permission of Allah, he began to cure people. By Allah's permission, not by himself. And here, his curing of the people was something that the sorcerer was not able to do. People who were born blind, he cured them. People who had leprosy, he cured them. And this is by Allah's permission. So one of the people in the court of the king He's blind He went blind He used to see and then he went blind He went to the boy And brought him a bunch of gifts And said all of these gifts are for you Because they're used to dealing with the sorcerer Who takes payment for his magic So he brought gifts If you cure me all of this is for you Because that's how the sorcerers are When you go to them you gotta pay them Huh this is why you don't go to sorcerers, the sahir, and the kahir, and the likes of these people, the palm readers, and this, don't go to these people. The Prophet Wasallam mentioned that whoever asks a soothsayer a question, like you go to them and ask them a question, your prayer is not accepted for forty days. You see, these people have these tarot cards and palm readers. Don't go to those people. You even see people who say that they are Muslims. Saying that they can help you And tell you what's going to happen in your future This is kufa, major kufa Do not go to them You want to marry a girl Don't go to them and say Help you to get the girl Or the, or the opposite Don't go to these people These people deal with the shayateen If you go to them and you ask them something The prophet said The prayer is not accepted for 40 days If they tell you something and you believe them, then you have left Islam, you're not a Muslim no more. Because you believe that someone other than Allah knows the unseen. And only Allah knows the unseen. So do not go to the Quran. don't go to the soothsayers and these magicians and sorcerers and palm readers and the likes. So the boy said to him, I do not cure anyone, it is only Allah who cures. And if you believe, I will make dua to Allah to cure you. So the man believed, and the boy, he made dua, and Allah cured him. And this is Tawheed. He attributed the cure to Allah. He didn't cure anyone. It was by Allah's permission that the people were cured at his hand. So when the man went back to the king, he's there normally, like he normally was, prior to him going blind so the king we can recognize when a person can see again when he used to be blind if we see a brother he's walking with, with a stick because he's blind then one day we just can walk him regular so subhanAllah what happened to your eyes so it was like this so the, the man he said that his lord cured him my lord gave me my eyesight back so the king said you have a lord other than me he said my lord and your lord is Allah so what did he do because the king, he can't debate with him Because obviously he's cured And the king didn't cure him And the sorcerer couldn't cure him Right? So obviously the, 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 the man's faith is stronger than that Which is with the king and the sorcerer So now what does the king results to? Punishing And beating This is the way of the people of falsehood That when they can't debate with you And when they don't have anything to combat the truth they result to violence. This is a known practice amongst the people of Farsa. When they cannot subdue the truth verbally with not you can 't beat the truth because the truth is from Allah. When they realize that they cannot defeat the truth, the next thing just look at the history <clears throat> violence, torturing people, killing people. Look at the first Muslims in Mecca. Look what they did to Ibrahim, put him in the fire, trying to kill him. This is the way the people of fostered. When they cannot subdue the truth, they result to physical harm. So they beat the, the individual until he told on the boy. And they killed the, um, the man, and they brought the boy, and they beat him, and then he told on the monk. They brought the monk, they told him, leave your religion. The monk said no. They put the sword in the middle of his head, cut him in half. But that's a lot of patience. That's a lot of patience. However, there's a side point. That rule no longer applies to us. Allah from His mercy has made it allowed for the Muslims in times of the rest to deny that they are Muslims. But the heart has to be firm with faith. Like Ammar ibn Yasir. They was beating him, beating him, and beating him until he cursed the Prophet, which is kufr. And then he went to the Prophet and said, they was torturing me and I cursed you. The Prophet said, Kaifa tajidu qalbak. How is your heart? He said, "Mutma'in bil Iman. He said, my heart is at ease with faith. He said, In If they do that to you again, You do the same thing So we have the allowance That if we are being tortured We can say we are not Muslims anymore To get out of being tortured But your heart has to be firm With faith Because they can't see in there They can't see So you can trick them For them to stop torturing you But you have to in your heart Never leave your faith But with the previous nations They did not have that allowance They had to be patient They had to go through it So the monk was cut in half As well as the man in the king's court was cut in half And then the king told the boy to apostate He refused Take him to the mountain and throw him off if he doesn't apostate The boy made dua Look how powerful dua is Oh Allah, save me from them however you will Allah made the mountain shake. They fell off, not the boy The boy came back Look at his bravery He could have ran and went somewhere and hid he went back because it's about the truth. He sacrificed himself for the truth. He went back. What happened to the men that were with you? Allah, save me from them. Put him on a boat. Take him to the middle of the sea. Throw him in the water. Drown him. If he doesn't apostate. He makes du'a. Oh Allah, save me from them. The boat flips over. They go in the water. He saved. He goes back. He could have ran again and hit out and played dead. And never was seen again No he goes back Because he has a bigger goal Than himself Sometimes We have to sacrifice ourselves For the bigger goal For the bigger attainment And not be selfish and only think about ourselves So The boy tell the king You will not be able To kill me until you do What I tell you to do You will not be able to kill me Until you do what I tell you to do He said okay what is it then He said take an arrow From my quiver Put it in the bow But first gather the people together See he's smart now He wants the people to see this Because the goal is to get Islam To reach the people Gather the people together Take a bow Or an arrow from my quiver, put it in the bow Say, Bismillah Rabbil Ghulam In the name of Allah, the Lord of the boy and didn't let it go So he gathered the people Took the arrow from his quiver Put it in the bow Bismillah Rabbil Ghulam See, he's he's so blind All he's worrying about is killing the boy To shut him up But he's not looking at the bigger picture See, he thinks that once he kills the boy It's going to frighten the people But the boy, he's he's outsmarting him. He's looking at the bigger picture. Once the people see the only way he was able to kill the boy was by mentioning the Lord of the boy, then the boy was on the truth. So he did that, shot the arrow and killed the boy. And then the people believed, all of them, except for those who were with the king. And then they told him what you was afraid of, it took place. Basically, you were outsmarted. So now look what he does again. What? Dig ditches and set them off. Violence. Because he doesn't have the ability to convince them that what he is upon is the truth and that he is their Lord. So violence. Set the ditches on fire. Whoever does an apostate, kill them. So they started to put the people in the fire. And then the lady, she came and she had her child and she was hesitant because she has a baby And this is, of course, a mother's love for her child And then Allah caused the baby to speak Oh my mother, be patient For indeed you are upon the truth Last point Shaykh uthaymeen he states Shaykh Al-Islam Ibn Taymiyya commented Because this is a striving and a struggling in the path of Allah The entire nation believed while he lost nothing because he died and they all will die sooner or later. So in reality, he didn't lose out because you have to die one day. But now, here is the point. Sheikh said, but as for the suicide bombing, some of the people do when they carry bombs to the disbelievers and detonate it, while in their minds, this is, while well, in the midst, This is merely killing oneself and the refuge is sought with Allah and whoever deliberately kills himself will be in hellfire forever as is reported in the authentic hadith Some people use this hadith to justify suicide bombing This is not a justification The boy didn't kill himself, the king killed him The shaykh goes on to say This is because such an individual only killed himself Not for any advantage of Islam if he killed himself And then 10 others or hundreds or 200s will be killed So what happens, and the Sheikh is mentioning this point A person straps on the bomb, goes on the bus and kills 20 people What they do, come back and kill 200 This is not the same situation with the boy and the king So one cannot use this story as a proof for the suicide bombings Because you are killing yourself when you detonate the bomb The Sheikhi says the the people would not have accepted Islam Contrary to what we have in the story about the boy It brought about the people accepting Islam All those present on the field became Muslims But that 10 or 20 or 100 or 200 amongst the enemies are killed This does not bring the people to accept Islam Rather it makes the people hate Islam this is a very important point When you, when a suicide bomber goes in a building and blows himself up What do people say? Islamic terrorists Doesn't bring those people to Islam So in fact the enemy may become more enraged Enraged, The action may arouse his anger and he begins to launch stronger assaults against the Muslims As we find the Jews respond against the people of Palestine This is Sheikh Al-Amin talking, not my words If an individual dies from the suicide bomb attack, killing six or seven others, then the Jews retaliate and kill 60 or much more. So such suicide attacks have not brought benefit to the Muslims or even those amongst whom the bomb was detonated. Hence, it is our view that these suicide attacks by people constitutes taking life without right and results in admittance into the hellfire for killing oneself. And that whoever does this, he is not a martyr, Sheikh Uthaymi said. This is explanation of al Salihin, the book of patience. And this has been here for years. He said he is not a martyr. He said, however, if an individual does that out of some misunderstanding, thinking that it is allowed, we hope he will be free from sin. But that he has martyrdom written for him, no. Since he has not followed the path of martyrdom, even though he may be left off, uh, even though that he may not be counted for the sin due to his misinterpretation. So this is some uh, points of benefit as it relates to this narration. Subhanaka Allahumma an la ilaha illa Ant,